All right, one more time. This show is part of the Darkmore Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmorepodcasts.com. My name is Yessi, and I play Grimton Steadyhand, a fighter, paladin of Bahamut, special legionnaire of the Pandominion, and revolutionary in the Red Capes. And this is Advantage. Last time in episode 2.3, our four heroes, along with All Rill and the Ormain brothers, entered the mouth of the Underdark on their quest to the King's Highway. Upon their arrival, they were ambushed by a ruthless gang of troglodytes, reptilian humanoids with scaled claws. The skirmish was fierce and quick, but nonetheless an ominous warning of the horrors they face deeper into the twisting caverns of the Underdark. And that's where we'll pick up. So you begin your journey into the darkness. Torchlight casts flickering shadows of stalactites and stalagmites on the cave walls, which look like teeth of doomed creatures of centuries past. The ceiling is riddled with complex patterns of boxwork. Sometimes the torches seem darker than before, and other times the whole cavern seems to emanate a dim blue hue. That's probably our kind of leftover from the elemental chaos. This whole place was warped by the primordials during creation. Really only two gods took interest in this darkness, Moradin and the king that crawls. Have any of you ever spent any time in the Underdark before? No. No, not nope. at least. Grimton, do you want to give your friends a little crash course? Essentially... What Briston was referring to is there's a sometimes energy that seeps forth from the elemental chaos into the deeper parts of the Underdark, and occasionally from those deeper parts of the Underdark into the shallows where we are. Sometimes we can tell when it's going to happen, other times it's a little harder. Besides our trip into the King's Highway, we're going to try to avoid the rest of the deeps. Gotcha. So, in addition to these chaotic energies, as the name implies, there's also dark energies at work in the Underdark. And where uh, we can physically see the elemental chaos, and it's there for everyone, the Fey Dark and Shadow Dark, not so much. So for some of us, it may seem as though we have crossed into the Fey Dark or Shadow Dark, while for others, it may not be there. Sometimes it's there for everyone, other times it's just there for one or a couple of us. Sort of uh, like when we traveled into the Fey Wild, we were still in the same physical space, kind of, but we tra- traveled to a different plane. It's sort of the same thing, but obviously uh, more nefarious. Steven, the player, point of clarification. So it's Shadow Dark, not Shadow Fell? Shadow Fell is the, like, whole 
planar experience of just like the Feywild is a whole planar experience of the Fey, Shadowfell is the planar experience of Shadow. Okay. So, okay. The Shadow Dark is just the Underdark equivalent of that. Got it. Tracking. All right. Oh, so it's like the darker part of the Underdark? Grimton, would you answer that? In a word, yes. <laughs> but also beyond just light sort of darkness, more... Um, like sinister sinister kind of darkness as well yes have you ever had depression no as a player or as a character (laughs) as a character i don't think morlande's ever been depressed auric doesn't say anything because auric has experienced a degree of of depression not not like not so super severely but they've been through periods so whereas in the feywild we were experiencing positive energy in the shadow dark, you will be more apt to succumb to darker recesses of your humanity, as it were. So, Interesting. to add or perhaps to inhumanity, as the case may be. <laughs> so, to add to our list of reasons we shouldn't be here, we're yeah. adding, we're adding, like mental distress, preternatural <laughs> evil forces affecting our psyche. Cool. Uh, precisely, which is why we're taking this uh, as swiftly as possible. Agreed. As you talk, the chamber is taking you down, down below. Chamber of um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. JK Rowling, sue us, please. <laughs> Some rooms are tall Maybe enough you ask uh, for you to stand up straight, but you're crouched most of the time. Other rooms are... Uh, very large and grandiose and you walk past all sorts of like snake sculptures up to a giant uh, bust of what you could only presume to be Salazar Slytherin um, (laughs) to fight a basilisk. You've been following this small creek which has caked your boots in mud. Uh, Wading through waist-deep water you see claw marks scratched into that mud where the ceiling and the walls come together. Uh, Everybody give me nature checks. Nature. Let's take a look. Oh, boy. That's going to be six, Joe. Eleven. I've decided my rolls would be better if I had a super cool dice tray. It's a 16. It's going to be a 20. Um, Grimton, you've seen this stuff before, but Alaris, you're witnessing this for the first time. You're able to deduce that small animals have found themselves trapped in this room and in the darkness, blind, trying to claw their way to safety, uh, but finding none, and have drowned. Alril, who's in the front, leading with the torch, reveals that you're in a wide room, and the water is spread through the basin. Any any sign of where to go next? But so, Joe, this is just this is just a big open room with water, like a big pond, basically, but underground. Yeah, it's a big pond underground. Is there a door at the other side? Uh, no. Like, picture uh, a cul-de-sac. <clears throat> How deep oh. is the water? Is it easily discernible? You can't tell, always. Um, at some points, it's been, like, ankle height, and other times it's been up to your waist. My waist or a normal person's waist? Five and a half foot tall person's waist. So I'm floating. Um, <laughs> 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 I'm treading water, guys. I'm short, so forget not. Ulrich, you might want to conserve energy instead of floating there. You no, I definitely, like, short. tread back to parts where I can stand. So what do you guys think? This looks like a dead end. There's got to be, like, a hole somewhere. Yeah. Can I try to wade to 
I guess, directly across from us, the other side of the, the pond. And while the surface shows no movement here, you do feel a slight current on your boots uh, as you wade forward. You notice on this other side a gathering of loose sticks and leaves that are pushed up against the back wall of this chamber. I feel a current, for sure. Hmm. This water's going somewhere. <clears throat> I wonder where it's going. Can I roll perception or something to see if I can see something below the water? Uh, yeah. Give me an investigation check. I uh, crit failed. You had the torch in your hand? Yeah. <laughs> and you dropped the torch into the water? <laughs> Ulrich would like to take this moment to pull out a sunrod. I was about to say, do you know sunrods work underwater? They're glow sticks. Glow sticks work underwater. Yeah, so like, why not? So <laughs> Ulrich pulls out a sunrod and is like, here, let me. And I come over and would like to investigate. Where were you? Where did you feel a current? Oh, I feel it now. Treading water. I'm actually <laughs> physically being pulled in the direction. And I'd like to do, what What uh, kind of check did you say? An investigation? Yeah. 13. Before you dunk the sunride underwater, you're you're holding it above your head. A swarm of bats pours out of a hole in the wall that is probably no larger than your head, maybe the size of a dinner plate. And beyond the walls glisten in the light of the sunrod. And beyond that, you see pitch black darkness. The hole just swallows the light. We see that hole, but did I see anything else under the water? Are you dropping the sunrod to the bottom? No, I'm just holding it as I'm swimming, so I might have dunked it under the water. In that case, no, you don't see anything. Like, are you, are you also going underwater? No, I'm not going underwater. I'm f treading water and, like, again, I'm being pulled gently by the current because I'm not standing. I don't see anything, guys. Your body is naturally bumping up against the uh, sticks and leaves. I'm a little too short to see much farther. I'm going to try to swim down and see what I can see. So I would like to swim down, like just dunk under the water and not like really properly swim, but like kind of investigate. You dip your head in and indeed in that same direction, you see more space than, than the initial room would let on. Guys, I think there's an opening over here. I don't know how far it goes or to where or if there's air <laughs> if you go a little bit, but I found where the water is going. Does it look like we could maybe fit in it? Yeah, there's room to swim through it, but it's it's blind. Like, I have no idea what's, like, how far away the other side is. We could drown in there. Great. Well, we could potentially have someone go in there <clears throat> with a rope tied around them. And if, you know, it starts to go limp, <laughs> then we can pull them out. Um. um, how about this instead? I'm gonna wander or wade over to where they are. Alright, can I see the, the sunrod, please? Um, I'm gonna use Mage Hand, which basically creates a spectral floating hand. Uh, and I'm gonna put the sunrod in it, and I'm gonna send it through the water. You send this sunrod down into this aquifer. That hole that the bats flew out of, you see something. You see the color that same, like, lime greenish color of uh, the sunrod seeping through into the darkness. Look, well, there so you go. There's an opening on the other side. I'm gonna have the mm. mage hand come through the hole that the bats were in. Let's try Grimton's rope idea. Now that we know that there is an other side and it's really not that far, that didn't take very long. Um, <clears throat> I'm the smallest and therefore the least likely to get stuck somewhere. 
and so I'll take a a trip through. If I get too far, then I'll then and I feel like I'm gonna run out of air. I'll just tug on it a few times, and you guys can pull me back. That sounds good. Because if we could see through it the other side, I can probably yell through that hole. So if I make it there, you can hear it. If you feel me start to pull on it, then you can just pull me back. Briston says, how many times are you going to pull on it? (laughs) (laughs) You'll just feel me aggressively tugging it repeatedly. It's not going to be like, was that two or three? I will be yanking on it. Like, please, (laughs) for all that is good, pull me back. I'm glad that we're not doing that, because it sounds like it could be an argument that would take a long time and not get any <laughs> <laughs> Do you see on the side of this cave? Did somebody scratched Mata here. I don't think this is the legacy. This is a cave. Incredibly but... dexterous bats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe they're just really smart bats. Tiny raccoons and possums that got, have gotten Some of the legacies are animal trainers, so... Um... <laughs> Can't. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that's their art. Uh, I um, tie some rope to myself and hand it to Grimton, and I'm like, "All right, so if you feel me start to yank on this real hard, pull me back, okay?" All right. Give me a con saving throw. Okay. First, I would like to grab hold of the sunrod. Then I take a big breath. Okay. And then go for a swim. Yep. Am I giving you the roll? Yes. I could <laughs> fail. <laughs> Hey, Steven, I need you to describe <laughs> how exactly you crit failed this. Oh, my. I would like to imagine that the current is a little stronger than I thought it was. <laughs> and Yeah, especially the deeper you go, the stronger the current's going to be. My wee small self was not pre- <laughs> So I take, like, a big breath, and I'm all ready to, like, swim through. I'm like, <gasps> and then I splash under, and then I immediately just get sucked under. And there's no, like, delicate swimming or anything. I'm just, like flailing through this hole in the water in the or in the wall and i'm like even kind of like bumping up against the wall and kind of scraping a little bit like it's not pretty so what grimton feels is very violent tugs as if to say pull me pull up. Him out pull him out pull him out pull him out yeah grimton grimton pull the rope pull the rope is he gonna roll a check for yeah. that Grimton is also grabbing the rope and yanking uh we're both gonna do Checks of some sort of strength <laughs> variety. Of some sort of strength variety. <laughs> What'd you get? I I got a crit, Joe. Wait, a crit what? Was that a one? Like, I'm not, I'm not 20. I'm not 20. Oh, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, you give a big heave uh, and pull this hoe out of the water. So I come up and I'm like, okay. I'd like to try that again. Alaris is going to assume that the problem was the rope and is just going to dive and try it. As I'm saying that I would like to do it again and explaining why, Alaris just splooshes under and goes for it. Alaris, give me that con save. Uh, 18. Uh, You take a deep breath and you submerge yourself beneath this baffle wall and your hands are on the slick stone ceiling as... It guides you forward into the black water. And after only a few seconds, you're able to come up for air in this second chamber. Uh, You've got enough room above your head and can hear the sound of moving water farther down the hole. And through that small hole where the bats are, you see uh, the sunrod of the others in the previous room. Hey! We can can hear him reasonably well. Like, we don't have to strain (laughs) to hear him. You ask to the people in the room? Yes. Yeah, you're not just imagining that. I heard him, too. 
Cool, so it's not that far. Let's just like get rid of this whole rope idea and just go for it. All right. I mean, I feel like it's not a bad idea, but for this situation... Like, clearly it's not that far. We can make it. We don't need the rope as a test. So Ulrich unties the rope from themselves and uh, spools it up and puts it in their Is it pretty... Their dry bag. Like a dwarf-friendly sized hole? I mean, uh, it, yeah. if Alaris made it... Yeah. Are you <laughs> saying I'm fat? <laughs> no, you're just a bigger person than the rest of us, Okay. Some of us are small. Yeah, then Grimton Whoa. goes through as well. Sorry, I yanked the... Uh, yeah. Con save? Said con save, 16. Yeah, okay, you make it, Ed. Uh, Alaris is there. My turn! And I go again. Hmm. I say like a private prayer. I rolled 17 as my con save. It worked. Herrick and Briston are both going to go. Uh, Merlinde? I'll go ahead and go. Your turn. Oh, boy. It's a con save? Yep. Uh, 11. <laughs> a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a psychologically strange experience for you, but, like, you made it out physically okay? Mm-hmm. It's your turn, all real. See, this is... Uh, oh, no. Uh? It does, seem that, it does seem that way, doesn't it? It does, all real. We need you. Mm-hmm. But you know that I'm not a good swimmer. We've, we've done this before. You've done this before? Okay, all real. So this is nothing like, like swim training was very helpful for this, but honestly, the current will do most of the work. All you've got to do is put your hands out to the side as a guide and maybe kick a little bit and you'll make it just fine. He's shouting through the hole, but I don't like having my head underwater. It's one of the reasons why I take baths and not showers. Well, okay. That be also because it was better on my facial hair before it got ripped off of my face. We can feed some of the rope or uh, our rope through this hole, says Grimton, like getting closer to the bat hole. You can tie something to it, drop it in the water, let it go through, then tie the end that's on your side to yourself, and we can pull you through the hole on this side. I mean, I'm following what you're saying, but also... <laughs> What? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I get it conceptually. I get it, Grimton. But also, I mean, if it's just like why? a mental Grimton. block, then we can take Grimton. you taking action out of the equation. You just have to tie a rope around yourself and let us do the rest. Why? Why do you like rope so much? All real. Your alternatives are the following. <laughs> stay here. You can stay in that room, and who knows what'll come your way to find you. Or you can just go back. I would rather have you along with us. I have a feeling that you'll be very useful. Is that all I am? No, Aureal. Of course I would like to have you as a friend. But I also think you'll add a lot to this group. And we could use your skill set. I would rather have you along. How big is the bat hole? Not big enough for a person. Might be big enough. How sturdy is this wall? No, it's like head size. So like Orlando Beachdale can make it. <laughs> Sir. Anyway, so Oriel. Right. Well, I'm not... I believe in your ability to do this. It will be unpleasant, but it will also be quick, and you can conquer this. Uh, Grimton, feed me the rope. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm. I'm just gonna use the mage hand to get a rope to him. Yeah. In some. All right, reach, reach under the water. The rope is right there. Okay. 
I'm, he doesn't even have to reach under the water. The mage hand is going to literally hand oh, it this to rope him. is pretty the long. glowing hand. Right? Do you got it? I got it, but I need persuasion check to be able to psych me into this. A group persuasion check? Yeah, okay. You got this. You can do it. Ooh, Joe, I rolled nine. I got an 18. 11. Six. <laughs> I feel like it averages out okay. <laughs> like, we, we pass a DC 10. Roll. <laughs> you know, I'm suddenly not feeling very confident about this whole plan. Just tie the rope around you, and before you know it, you'll be yeah, on Yeah, it'll side. be over. It'll be just fine. You'll be back up here. You'll be wet. It'll be gross, but it'll be over. That's not... Uh, that doesn't help. I whisper I to Alaris, can the mage oh. hand just tie it around him, and then... I think that's more dangerous than it's yeah. worth yeah. Okay. there. Do you want me to tie something around his waist, um, nah. and then we yank on it? And then pull him through a narrow passageway underwater. Oh, no, we cannot. By the waist. We cannot do this without you. I need you to try, please. And like. Give me another persuasion check. 13. No, sorry, 12. You can do this. You are better than this. You are bigger than this. You are more capable than this. This will not defeat you. All right. He's got the rope in his right hand and a sunrod in the other. Okay, you're literally going to have to pull me through this. We got you, man. <laughs> just, just you tie it around yourself and then hunker down. Stick your arms out so you don't bump against the wall, and then we will get. We'll do all the work. Just tell us when you're ready, okay? All right. On my count of three. Got it. Maybe your count of three, Morlande. Okay, got it. One, two, three. Ooh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> just thinking the clap like. It's fine, it's fine. Look, get up, get up, you get up from checks? under the water. You're here now. <sighs> you were under the water for an extra like three seconds. All real, I'm super proud of you. I know that was really hard and really scary, but here you are on the other side. A better man for it. Great, look, I grew. Hey friends, it's Joe. Happy to have you here along for episode 2.4. Uh, it's rare for the plot of Advantage to have an opportunity to go dungeoneering. And we had a fantastic time recording this episode. Um, two huge announcements today. Number one, we're celebrating our friends on the show, The Misadventures, who have joined the Darkmoor Podcast Network. Uh, they're a good group who are using D&D to explore real-life folklore. Subscribe to them on any podcatcher. Check out their page on darkmoorpodcasts.com. And join in on their conversations in the DPN Discord. Second... A few weeks ago, the cast of Advantage was invited for an interview on the show Coffee with Comrades, where we discussed tabletop role-playing and collaborative storytelling as political action. Go check out that episode of their podcast. It's called Tabletop Therapy. Thank yous to our Patreon supporters for making the show possible and loving us enough to offer their financial support. Uh, they keep this show alive and help pay our hosting fees. If you can, we'd love your help to donate at patreon.com slash advantage D&D and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, sharing the show with your pals is another easy way that you can help this community grow. All right, let's get back to the show. Thank you. Hey, 
Okay. Well, let's keep going, and I'm gonna just start down the hall. Wait, what is our surrounding before before Alaris <laughs> just starts tromping on? It is on. a dark black tunnel. All right, with water. Let's go. Here, Alaris, take the sun rod if you're gonna leave. It's dangerous to go alone. Sue us, Nintendo. I'll take this. You follow the water as it moves deeper into the cave, and again the current quickens. You hear the sound of rushing water as the aquifer takes a steep drop. Uh, right now, the water is about thigh high on you, tugging you forward pretty swiftly. Sorry, thigh uh, high on face. a normal sized person? <laughs> or Jesus, yes. There's a height difference, Joe. I'm small. Okay, so then that's like, what, chest height for me? <laughs> We're going to yeah. do everything. You can convert it yourself. Everything <laughs> in all Rick terms. Okay, it's, it's mental math on your part. You're chest, just gonna have to deal with it. High. It's chest high gnome water. Neck level water is. I'm not. I'm not gonna you. describe everything as the water is about thigh high on you, Alaris. But on Morlinde, <laughs> it's slightly more than thigh high. On Grimton, it's about waist deep. <laughs> and Ulrich, you're at your chest. Look, okay. I just want to point out though that like we're a diverse crew. So, like, <laughs> you need to be considered. We are a diverse that. crew. I'll say, Alaris, the water is about thigh high on you, tugging you forward, and your feet slip on the algae. Uh, give me a deck saving throw. I rolled two, so five total. I'm proud of your five. Unfortunately, that's not <laughs> enough. Your feet give way, and you're submerged in the water. You had just enough time to gasp for air uh, before the current takes you through the hole in the floor of the cave. Uh, you can't see as you tumble and your body sloshes along the sides of the chute. Then you splash down into another dark basin. I'm going to roll a d8. Alaris, where did you go? Three bludgeoning damage. Where did Alaris go, guys? Down. Yes. He went down. Uh, should we find him? Shithead, this is one of the reasons why I don't like water stuff. It's that like suddenly people just disappear. I'm going to be completely honest with you, Allreal. I am 100% in your camp on this. Also, we're here now. <laughs> yeah, like... Swimming back, like, if you thought coming this way through the hole we just came from was hard, going back the other way is We don't be worse. know where Alaris is. Yeah, Why I mean, are you lecturing me? He could be drowned. The, the point I'm making... <laughs> um, <laughs> so nonchalant about it. <laughs> the point I'm making here is, I don't like this either, and I'm sorry that we're here. We've got to figure out a way around this. I'm going to assume Alaris made it okay... Just for my own peace of mind until I discover otherwise. I'd we rather believe that. Okay. If we tie something to a rope and we let it go <laughs> in the water, do you think Elias would assume that if he tugs on it, we'll know he's okay? No. Okay. But we can try. Well, yeah, just here. Like, tie it to the sun rod and see. Yeah. Wait, what? He'll find it. And then if maybe if he's on the other side, like, he'll give it a pull. If he's on the other side. Is the current flowing in that direction? Because if not, it's just going to, like, hang out. It's basically, like, whirlpooling right now through this hole. Well, I'm assuming he went through there. Yeah. Orlinde. Well, there's no... Oh, yeah, he definitely went through there. There's no harm that can come of trying this, so let's try it. So, like, yeah, if he's fine and he sees the rope, he might assume, like, oh, they're trying to... Signal me. Well, we'll try it. We'll try it. They're trying to communicate. Uh, Grimton lowers this rope <laughs> with the sun rod tied to it through the hole with a firm grip that I also have on the rope. Um, we're both holding it to make sure. Alaris 
down from the ceiling, probably 40 feet above you, comes a, like, lime green sunrod. Cool. Dangling on a rope. 40 feet above me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. My chain can only go 30 Oh, my gosh. But jump 10 feet in the air. <laughs> Presumably, Grimton and, Al- and Alric have, like, extended the rope as far as it'll go, right? Like, we're holding on to one end. And it's completely through. I'm just gonna fly up there. <laughs> okay. 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 Casually. What does I mean, this look I, like? I do know the spell fly. Wait, really? Okay. Are you just so. kidding? Oh wait, wait. Yeah. I thought that was a joke. No, I'm not. You're kidding. literally gonna I, fly I do have up the there. No, nah, but wait though. Wait though. Yeah. You have no reason to understand what we're doing. Uh, no. No. Alaris knows. <laughs> no, this is a pretty like straightforward thing. All... Like they're obviously trying to signal something. Yeah. Yeah. And all I've heard since we've been in this cave is let's use rope to do this thing. I would assume that if I saw a rope, I was like, that's got to be Grimton. There's no one else who would use a rope for every situation. Rope is a versatile tool. I, I like the idea that that's the monologue that you're giving yourself in this empty cavern. <laughs> as you, like, yeah. float as up there, like, up. the only person that would do this is Grimton, yank, yank. All right, so tell us what fly looks like. I imagine flying sort of Dragon Ball Z style, you know? I don't, but okay. <laughs> Hands behind the back, kind of just go along with it. It's pretty quick. I can fly up to 60 feet in a round. Okay. So. Dang. Dope. Um, So you get 40 feet up there, and then you got 20 feet left. So I don't even have to go the whole way. I could fly back up through the whirlpool if I wanted to. Oh boy. So you, you, what do you do when you when you reach the (laughs) sunrod on the rope? I pull it three times. Did you guys feel that? He pulled it three times. He's gotta be okay. We can go. That means he's dead, right? It was it was a pretty concise and deliberate tug. Like I think he's fine. Yeah, those weren't frantic by any stretch. Then I'm gonna go back down to the ground. So I'm gonna go ahead and follow Alaris because I'm I'm ready to go. Spunk. Like there goes there goes Morlinde before we can make any other decisions. Yeah, so I just jump on through. Yeah, you get slurped right down this thing. Slurped. Slurped. Bada bing, bada boom. You splash down into this dark bada basin. Bada bing, bada boom. Hi, Alaris. It appears you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. You look up and you see the uh, <laughs> sunrod still hanging from the ceiling. That's funny. So were you just like hanging on that? <laughs> like, how did you? No, I just flew up there. Uh. Alric turns to Alreal and is like, "Okay, here we You've <laughs> got this. I know it's scary, but this is going to be even easier than the other one." Because that current is definitely going to take you along. Briston, at this point, just, like, runs up and, like, bear hugs both of you and jumps forward. What? <laughs> Sploosh. So on the other side is just Herrick and myself. Well, there they go. <laughs> well, Briston's always been a man of action. Can't fault him for that. Shall we? I. Wait, was I still holding on to the rope? Did you want to tie it off somewhere, or do you want to have it I'm going to say, when I saw Briston bearing down on us, I let go of it. So it's just on the other okay, side now. the light falls. Yeah. <laughs> the light on the bottom, like, plunges down into the pool. So we, like, splash down, right? And then we, like, come up. And I want to have a very, like, anime moment where, like, I am swaddled in the arms of Briston. And then I'm like, oh, this is nice. And then think about it, and I'm like... And the, like, anime embarrassed lines, like, show up on my face, you know? (laughs) 
senpai, no. Yeah, and I like get her away really fast, just like like thanks, Briston. Like, but like get some distance from it. Right now, the only light in this place is at the bottom of this pool. You're able to stand and carefully feel with your feet where the bank is. Herrick is calmly coming out of it and reaches into his backpack and lights another torch. And even with the light, you see very little. This room is swallowing the fire. You can only barely make out the shimmer of black walls some 30 feet to either side of you. You look up and see the hole that you poured out of 40 feet above. While the jagged ceiling spills forth clear water, the basin below that you're coming out of is blood red, and you realize that your bodies are covered in the same viscous, congealed mess. Uh. And this whole area is like this. Uneven rock mottled with red stains which weep cold blood. Uh. Herrick whispers, I hate the King's Highway. What is this? This is the King's Highway? Why is there blood... In this pool. Why am I sticky? It always feels like a hazy dream to me. Uh. Like every move or sound that I make will unleash some ancient horror. So this is like actual blood in the water? Uh, give me a religion check. Him or everyone. Or a uh, medicine check, everybody. I rolled a six on religion. Rolled eight on medicine. It's not good, Joe. Um, a 22. <laughs> Alaris knows what's oh, going on. Oh, good thing on. I'm trained in both of these. That makes my two and two an eight. Morlinda, you're able to recognize that this is not actual blood. But it is blood, but it's definitely not blood. It's more <laughs> like the memory of the blood, which you... Oh, it's like uh, essence of blood. It's how blood sees Yes. Alaris, I'm going to attribute that 22 to religion. That you remember from your studies that this is... Probably Torog's blood, which has left permanent and physical and also psychic scarration. This highway still contains the visceral and emotional anguish of the king that crawls. I do not like being here. I don't know what this stuff is on me. It feels like blood. I've got some experience with that. Mm. It's it's not really blood. What does that mean? This is definitely blood. Like this? No, I, I mean, it's still disgusting. Our father always called it the God's dream. The paranoia, the this psychic memory of the king that crawls. I don't know, I don't know. It's just, oh, it's always terrible. It is indeed terrible. In a sentence, I guess, the memories, the anguish of the king were so great that they left a quasi-physical reminder of themselves as he traveled through the highway. Thank you, Grimton. I'm, I, I can't think straight right now okay and then Auric goes out of their way to get out of the viscous liquid as quickly as possible and then goes ahead and draws their blade that's smart Briston comes out you know what baffles me is that all this blood it, most of it still looks fresh and r- runny which is so strange considering that the battles down here still happened millennia ago and then he his face just like wrenched beneath the pool of blood uh... that he's standing in whoa Auric wardingly holds the, like, points their sword where Briston just was. Everybody roll initiative. Well, I got a 20, but... That'll be 10, Joe. Briston comes back out of the water, gasping for air, but mostly laughing as you all drew your weapons and turned around ready for the battle. And you should have seen your faces. Oh my god. (laughs) Briston, that was not funny! Alright, I don't know. Auric, yours was especially hilarious. I'm sorry to schedule, but I'm just touched to know... 
that you care enough to react so damn quickly. I was ready to get oh the rope gosh. for you. Ulrich is just like tense now. I already was tense. Physically like tensing, like the muscles in their body are like, <sighs> like, like very on edge. It's probably better if we just get a move yes, on. Yes, can we please go? Grimton definitely goes up to Briston by the ridge. I wish I had thought of it first. <laughs> sort of appreciating the levity that he brought to the moment. I'm just trying to lighten the mood, you know? I don't feel any levity. I just feel soggy and covered in gross. Ulrich definitely feels more on edge, not <laughs> not um, more lighthearted. Can everybody roll a survival roll as you say, hey, let's get a move on? Hey. Which direction are we moving? I rolled 19, ni- 19 uh, also. 22? 12. All real says, well, you know, sorry for asking. I'm lost, but apparently y'all know where you're headed. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I thought we were walking down the King's Highway, and that's where we are, so. It goes two directions. This way and that way. Yeah. <laughs> right. Are we're we going go... this kind of, like, down... Because then we're going to go back no, up. No, I don't think we want to go down. Well, What do our rolls tell us, Joe? Is this right or left? Is this like a fork? Or is it, what is this? Let's follow the blood water. It's like you randomly appeared in the middle of the interstate, and you have to decide which direction will get you somewhere. Okay. Well, every direction will <laughs> get us somewhere. Okay, assuming that we appeared in the middle of the interstate, one way being right, one way being left. Ulrich turns right and just starts walking to get away from the pool of blood and at this moment briston and his tasteless humor yeah i'm gonna follow them because i feel like they are just as done with this as i am so wherever you're going i'm going let's get out of here as you collectively move forward carefully minding your steps uh i want you to Roll a d20 or not, I don't care, but describe your own psychic experience of the god's dream. Ulrich, it did not roll well. That was a solid seven. The overall place just makes them feel uncomfortable and afraid. And this sort of, like, darker aspect of themselves... Um, that was evident in combat a little bit ago also seems to be like showing itself within Ulrich. So like there's like a darker, more sinister element that that is speaking sort of from within, but they're aware of it and and like they can tell that it's being supernaturally pushed upon and that only makes them more uncomfortable. Like they, they can tell it's not natural and it just sets them ill at ease they're on edge they're tense they're a little angry maybe like or not angry but like like that joke did not help and they're not in a lighthearted kind of mood alaris his mind is sort of cloudy normally he feels like he can make very quick decisions and is very like can be decisive um especially when the situation calls for it but his thoughts just can't come to him right now He's just kind of wandering, following whoever's in front of him. Grimton rolled pretty well, so I guess for no other reason than maybe he spent more time in the Underdark, certainly than like the rest of the party. He feels a little more at ease. He's taking like very deliberate, deep breaths, and he has a like, very firm hold on his Radiant Sword, trying to light the way forward, but also like preparing for action. 
Um, Maura Linde is very ill at ease. The viscous, not blood, liquid that's surrounding her is just really messing with her psychologically. Every moment that she's in the dark and she's surrounded by this gross stuff, she's just getting more and more freaked out. Like, she usually has, like, a generally positive outlook. You know, things aren't okay right now, but they'll be okay in a little bit. All she can think is, I need to get out of here, I need to get out of here, I need to get out of here. didn't sound terrible for me oh mine did yes he and i were on oh. point like <laughs> i forgot how much room fu- it would yeah, be bad if you weren't yeah. i forgot how much fun <laughs> it is having yesi in the same room to play like me too we i forgot how much of a pain in the ass it is to edit you two in the same room together. <laughs> we we dick around a lot um we need to get like just just having yesi here only reminds me of how much fun it is when we're all in the same space and i feel like for the listeners and for ourselves, we need to do at least one show where we're all in the same room. I realize that would be complicated yeah. for recording purposes, but, like, man, that would be so much fun. We'll do our best. We could even, like, live stream it for the patrons or something. Mm-hmm. Put it on Twitch. Put it on Twitch. Be one of those cool nerds. Yeah. Did I tell you about my experience with Twitchers IRL? No. 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 Pray tell. It wasn't good. Oh. All right, don't pray tell. We don't want to alienate our Twitcher listeners. I'm just saying we should be the good side of Twitch, not the douchey, racist, white guy side of Twitch. I generally want to avoid being the douchey, white guy, racist version of anything. Like, doesn't matter what platform it is, I want to be the opposite of that. So, Wait, you said it was the size you also... of your head? Yeah. Wow, how many bats can fit in that tiny little hole? You'd be surprised. They don't all happen at once. <laughs> I feel like the hole's probably bigger on the inside. Ah, yes. It is a, uh, a time and relative... Sorry. <laughs> Were you about to go TARDIS on us? I was, and then I was like, <laughs> we're going to come back to... Never go full TARDIS. BBC. Steven, what are you whispering? I'm sorry. That's a quote from a musical. He had a rope in one hand and a sunrod in the other. No. I love that musical. Yep. Quote from a musical. He had it all in his hand. What musical is it? Uh, Razia's Shadow to all of the weirdos out there. If you have heard of this musical, 
please at me on Discord because <laughs> like it's not like it's a niche thing and so anybody that has please come say hello to me. I'd love to talk to you about why I love that musical. Did somebody just fart? I'm Sarah? so sorry. <laughs> I was I about had Taco to like Bell today. I thought that was quieter than it was. <laughs> oh, ma'am. Got headphones on. I thought it was like furniture scooting. <laughs> if only.